Hi guys, welcome to Bottled Up Blokes Open Up Podcast. Please subscribe, rate and review the podcast on whichever platform you use to help us grow and help to remove the stigma around men and mental health. During this pod we discuss sensitive matters such as addictions, mental health and suicide. Thanks for listening and I hope you enjoy this episode. Cheers. Well, hello, Timothy. Hey, Ben. It's been a while, mate. Oh, my God. It's been so long. I've never been more happy to be sat behind my computer with my headphones on. I don't actually know who you are anymore. You know, you've no. been that long since I've, since I've seen you. I know. I know. I, uh, I feel it as well. Obviously, I've finished the last leg of university. So I had my endpoint assessment last week. So I was pretty stressed trying to prep for that because it was like the... It's like the culmination of two years. I just really wanted to do well, so I kind of yeah. isolated myself and just just did it and tried not to look look or focus on too many other things. Uh, but it's done now, so I have time back. So hopefully we can start to get some continuity. We getting these these pods out again because I know it, it we're enjoying it helps us both, and obviously we've had some cracking guests on. So anyway, Tim, tell me what's been going on with you. That's what I need to know. I've said a day pod with Adam last week. I went on another podcast on Henry Weston's old mate, which is a guy called Stu, who helped loads wheels setting this podcast up. Um, so I went on his podcast and had a bit of a chat about bottled up blokes. Cheated on good. me. I did, yeah, to be honest. Twice. So, mm, dirty slag, mate. Um, that's been not been too bad. The group's generally going okay. Shit's all right with that. We've had some decent turnouts. People are continuing to join Facebook group, Twitter, shit like that. We've got, I think it's four, over 400 on Facebook now, 600 on Twitter. Obviously, the lads that come to the group. Yeah, it's good. Things are, Cracking, are pretty good. Cracking. Yeah, we're, we're doing all right. So how are you in, in terms of your, uh, your mental health? Good. Yeah, I'm in a good place. I am in a good place at the minute. I had a couple of ropey days, but that's kind of normal, especially stress with kids. Like last week, both my kids were off sick from nursery and from school which was uh, pretty stressful and like the Wednesday last week was an absolute nightmare pulling the air out Thursday just having little and we're fine and group on Thursday went well and then Friday was was all right yeah mental health's in a pretty good place I've um, started pulling a bit of exercise in which obviously helps yeah things are good yeah good mate it's good to hear things are pretty good and I'm looking forward to to this podcast that we've got coming up tonight oh, you know what? i've been um i've been buzzing for to get back to it because I, pro- I properly properly enjoy doing them mm. and i've almost felt that i've not been doing them you know like yeah. when you did that one without me I've, had, you know, I've listened to 80 percent of that and uh you know i'm like oh fucking hell i'd love to have been you know in part of that conversation yeah just yeah just good to be good to be getting in, back involved and making sure i spoke to a couple of people the guest tonight I spoke to him about it as well. You know, now I've finished uni and I've got that time back, you know, not trying to replace that time by working all the time. Because, you know, it's yeah. easy done when you've got, you know, I've been, I've been used to being sat at this laptop for, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15 hours a day, you know, while mm-hmm. I've been doing the course. Cause it's just what we've had to do to, you know, what I've had to do to, to get it done. But yeah, I had some good time with the kids, you know, um, had some, we had a good weekend this weekend. Works a bit mad at the minute. It's busy time with you know recruiting left, right, and centre. So it is it is busy, and when it gets busy, you have to put more more grafting. Don't you? It's just how it is. But just getting yeah. to, I'm kind of on that tipping point now where it's 
it is going to start getting a little bit quiet when I can focus on the just you know, the, the strategy and the stuff I actually enjoy doing rather than do. Nice. Yeah, I'm 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 good. I'm good. I feel uh, feel good. Just getting ready to book an holiday. I've you know it's my favourite pastime at me is to to look at where we're going to go on holiday. So hopefully we'll get that booked for some point in August. Get the kids yeah. away for a week somewhere sunny and somewhere you know go and soak in some culture. Um, I missed it a lot. You know, we'd always go somewhere. We, I mean, we always go on holiday in this country, but I always like to take them somewhere different. You know, been to Spain a few times, Turkey, and you know just see different parts of the different parts of the world. So hopefully we can now you know now we back in some normality we can get into some of that again which will be uh which will be nice and it's just it it just feels you know, when you when you're booking holiday when you when you do work hard and you know i work hard kaylee works hard it's nice to be able to spend that money and do something that you all want to do do you know what i mean yeah yeah. yeah it's all good and really really looking forward to that i spoke to uh to our guest last night we had a little conversation so we've got leon tonight lee's a member of bottled up blokes member of a few other groups Big advocate of men's mental health, big advocate of speaking up. So, uh, welcome, Lee. Welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm very well. I'm very well. How are you, boys? Fantastic. All the better for seeing your pretty face. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> seeing that, seeing that big old beard. Yeah, it's getting, it's getting a bit of length on it now. <laughs> for those that can't see Lee and are just hearing his voice, he's a big grizzly teddy bear. Is what I'll describe him as. I was very popular in Soho, I can tell you. <laughs> I bet you were. I bet you were. <laughs> got absolute beard envy. When we had Trish Dix on, I had full on body envy because the guy's head. <laughs> I've got uh if you have got beard envy. Because <laughs> <laughs> this potential yeah, no, might, right. might go at trying to grow a bit of a beard, so you can wipe that off with a flannel lad. <laughs> well, if, I, if I stick I uh, I stuck my head out. <laughs> I stuck my head out window not M1 earlier and it blew off on it off. <laughs> oh, so Lee, t- tell us a bit about um tell us a bit about yourself. All right, well where do we where do we really start? Refrigeration engineer started off as an apprentice and this is pretty much where the story's gonna start, which is quite essential for me to say this. There were two apprentices and one lad who was favoured because he was the best engineer's son at the time. We He was asked to go to college to do his seeing guilds, so, which we did five years of. He was asked, I wasn't, so I was quite pissed off with this. And to be, to be honest, all engineers used to ask for me because I used to just graft. And it came down to me going in to my boss, who, to be fair, were more like a father than a boss because I were only a kid at the time. I'd, I'd started off as a joiner and got made redundant two weeks before Christmas and ended up just walking around a place called Keithley and walking up and down mills and I ended up walking into this place. Never even knew what it was, dealing with refrigeration and aircon. So I just walked in and I said, can I have a job for two weeks? Just need some money. Yeah. And he looked at me and he said, well, what can you do? I said, well, obviously not anything to do with this because I started just started as a joiner so he just said well what can you do I went I'll do whatever you want me to do so I said I'll wash your vans I'll clear your shit I'll tidy up I'll sweep your warehouse I'll do anything you want me to do so I ended up starting two weeks ended up staying there five years you know for me to get that and then stay there and then this other apprentice comes in and gets asked to 
go to college because he's I'm in the warehouse. So everything all shit that you used to come back from lazy engineers and wouldn't do it on site. I kind of taught myself with my boss, but my boss were in olden days, apprentice at year, passed with distinction, so he knew his shit. Yeah. So I were taught by him. If I didn't understand it, he used to come in and and he loved that. And as you can tell, I'm very fond of this man. Very fond of yeah. this man. Yeah. But he when I approached him and I said, Well, why is so and so going to college and not me? And he went, You'll never be a good engineer. Fucking hell. And I went, Right, okay. I said, Right, well, we'll do a bet then. If I pass, then you owe me two grand. And it were big money that back in the day. Yeah. Um, back, in, it, back in 1932. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, so he said, Right. And he says, And what? And I said, But if I fail, I'll pay all the course fee back, which were in and around about that figure because he didn't want to lose the money. So obviously we would go to uni, uh, sorry, goes to college and whatnot. And I ended up passing with distinction and the other guy failed and he had to reset it twice. So I just left it. You, I'm not that guy, Tim, Tim knows that you don't want that applause yeah. or that. I just don't like it. So I waited and waited, never told him. And he came to me and he went, I know Ian's failing. He says, where's yours? I went, oh, you mean this? And just put it on his desk. And he opened it and he went, fair fucks to you. I'll go get you your money. Oh, and then yeah. from that point, you know, I always thought, I'm not good enough. I'm not, you know, yeah. this, is where it, this is really where it all stems from. And I worked really hard to get to that point. So I just pushed myself and pushed myself, chased the dream, chased the money. Because obviously engineers on call, standby rotors, you can earn really good money. Yeah. I just I just ended up chasing it. I lost total track of everything, to be fair. I really pushed myself. I went on to extra courses. I went and passed my electrical course because electrics were one of the main things that I just couldn't get made around. And then went back and said, right, yeah, I need to push on now, keep pushing on. I kept pushing for more wages because I was doing more work. Yeah. So I ended up, I got uh, offered a job by Williams, which is, yeah, the the massive, it's a global blue chip company. And I was only 29. So from there, I went to become a senior engineer at 29. And that were massive. That were huge. So I had a team of eight and... <laughs> So when you're looking at KPIs of their performances and you're just thinking, this is just dog shit. What, why have you even <laughs> got a team? After him not turning up, one lad were going home every day to have his breakfast with his wife. Um, and service engineers were only covering two, three jobs a day, that were it. And it were local. You know, that we were based Midlands, uh, not Midlands, we were based, well, in the middle, so we're north, south and us. I thought, this is just shit. So we went in there. Um, I, I actually went as a technical role because that's that's the role that I actually wanted to do. And he, and I was fobbed off and yeah. just knew what I were doing. So we ended up, I keep saying we, it's me. <laughs> so I, we did really, really well. I turned him around. It took me 18 months to get my team. The nearest to me was two years younger out of all of them. So I had to go around and, and really prove that, you know, hang on a minute, we're all working together here and this is what we've mm. got to do. It, it became apparent very quickly that 
our KPIs suddenly massive started spiking. Yeah. I got bored because it got to a point where I can't, right, well, I came as a technical role. Are you going to give me it? No. Right, well, all right. So this yeah. is strange bit. From there, I had a call in Keithley. So I did the job and went and called to see my old boss. I left that office. He'd ordered me a new van. And that day, I just decided to quit Williams, with, which yeah. is, you know, going back to a two-bit Victorian antiquated company from where I'd just come from would just, it would just suicide, yeah. you know, as an engineering point of view. But I knew that if I went back, I could bring them up to where they needed to be on more money, same as everybody else. And Ian was still classed as the apprentice. So the two of us, he was still there. And I'd gone and moved on, come back. And then, you know, you were kind of like the, the one who were trying to consult for that company to bring them up to where they are. So we made massive changes um, with a view to me actually setting up on my own. And then decided to finally just take, the, take a plunge and set up my own business, which I did in 2006. Loved it, fucking hated it, you know, at the same time. I couldn't even talk about it because in 2012, I ended up having to close the business, similar to Ben, doing 16-hour days. I didn't have an all day for five years, six days a week. One day a week, I wouldn't sleep because I was doing paperwork. The banks wouldn't help me. Uh, I had a big contract with Subway, Costa Coffee, one customer had over 100 subways and all I needed was I just needed 30 grand which were an engineer's wage at the time I yeah. got the I got the engineer I'd worked with him for 10 years or with him for 10 years and they didn't help me um how did that make you feel me because I'd, I needed the money for the for his wage I just needed that security blanket so I had that no matter what I always had it the bills yeah. were going to become rolling in. I knew what we were getting per month on the contract for the stores. Bear in mind, I had two other lads at the same time, but this were going to be the <coughs> one that would give you that boost where you could come off and concentrate on the business instead of doing all the hours. This this was that job. Yeah. And I spoke to the bank and they said, no, no, oh, you'd be best coming down. And I went, I don't want to come down there. Waste two hours of my time if you are going to turn around and flat refuse me, because we knew that the banks had crashed by then. My overdraft had been reduced from 10 grand to five grand, and then from five grand to two grand. That were always my rolling thing. It got paid off every single month, and then it just put me straight in the shit straight away. So, yeah, some people might think, yeah, we're mismanaged, but it probably was and not, because, you know, as a one-man band, I were turning... I was turning over 400 grand a year as a one-man band, which is wow. just pheno phenomenal for a one-man band. But hours to ratio, <laughs> well, probably won't even make minimum wage, to be fair. Yeah. But it's, it's the love. It's your company that you do it for. So anyway, um, long story short, the bank refused me. I kind of lost my shit in the bank. And the security guard came over to me and I said, you put one, one arm, one finger on me. I said, I will break your fucking arm. 
So as you can tell, I'm very passionate. And you guys know me, I ain't a little lad, so mm. I would quite... Would Sound quite very pissed. calm, very calm and collected. <laughs> I, I, I what? Absolutely. It's just me all over. But this is where you kind of see now. I am quite... Well, I'm really calm compared to what I used to be. So I ended up closing it to a point where I went up to the farm, had a unit on a farm, paid my farmer, um, left every single bit of tool in there and closed the door and never went back again. And my phone, this, I think I've told you this, I had oxycetylene welding gear in back at the farm. And I just remember pulling up in car park of, of, of where I used to work. I got me oxycetylene out and just set my phone on fire. I put a voicemail on to use a different company because I knew I couldn't go on anymore. Yeah. And set my phone on fire with oxycetylene, the most liberating things I've ever done. Yeah. And this is the part that nobody really knows is that, you know, it does drive you to drink and, and I was drinking and driving and, and then I were a mess. And the farmer... He actually broke the door down because he thought I was dead in the front room because I'd just gone through, I think, three bottles of vodka. And, yeah. and I wasn't in, in a good place. You know, you're not going to be after them kind of hours and that kind of trauma and having to no. sell absolutely everything that you'd ever worked for. And that I had nothing. I sold my house, I sold my cars, and I had absolutely nothing. So I thought, right, I need a job. Was you um, was you at rock bottom then? Absolutely, yeah. And and then whether or not I don't know some kind of intervention, but the road up to the farm has a corner of a wall. But underneath the corner of the wall is a couple of paving slabs. And I veered off, and I I was pissed. You know, I'm not I'm not going to lie. I, I, but the, there's no buts. I shouldn't have done it. The pub was hundred yards away. I could have walked. Yeah. I could have walked and ended up ripping the suspension off it. And that stopped me instead of going head on into this, into the corner of the wall. So, I, you know, for, for whatever reason, it didn't happen. It didn't materialize. Yeah. So, yeah, it happens. And I didn't know what to do. I was lost. I didn't have a, any kind of job future. After all the hours that I'd put in, all the graft, selling my house. And like I said, I just broke even, just barely broke even. So, what year was this, Lee? This was 2012. This was so it's 11 years ago, isn't it? 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to start again. I had, my credit history went absolutely horrifically shocking when I'd never had a problem. Did it you have to declare yourself bankrupt? No, I didn't. That was the that was the only thing because I were always too proud to not pay them bills. So yeah. every scrap of money I were doing. You know, if anybody wanted a labourer just for me to get more money and I were paying everybody off, I were paying me engineers off, they got paid. Um, I had to let them go, uh, but they were paid. My suppliers, they were paid, which ironically, now buy from me, you know, where I work now. Yeah. But at the time, I just, I'm, I was too proud, I'm too proud. And, uh, and I definitely wouldn't have, I wouldn't have asked for any kind of help from anybody. Can be a curse at times, can it? So often, yeah. yeah. It's off the battle and what obviously this group group's about. A lot of us men are just too fucking proud to either ask for help or seek help. Yeah. And it's daft, yeah. isn't it? It's fucking daft. Outside. It is, yeah. Everybody on the outside thought we're doing tremendously well. You know, I had all 
we had nice vans. We had ST vans, you know, transit vans. When they first came out, they were they were really nice vans. But I paid. I was paying for them. You know, they were all budgeted in. Yeah. And yeah, so I ended up with nothing. I bought a two or six from the farmer, and it looked like fucking nativity play in fucking centre of it. The fucking straw. There were animals in there, and I just thought. <laughs> It was 500 quid. It had more dashboard lights than fucking Blackpool Illuminations. And I just thought, Jesus Christ. You know, and I, at that point, bear in mind, I had a 1966 Beetle. I had a Freelander. I had um, a, a Ford Transit van. I had a smart car all logoed up. And I've gone to this, and I just went, wow, this is a culture shock. Yeah. You know. Big bump. But I'm not bothered. Not bothered because it grounds you mm. and it really does ground you. So you think, right, okay, then I've done it before, I'll do it again. But you've got age against you as well at that point, you know. And age and time, you haven't got an house, you still need to buy an house at some point before you retire again. Yeah, so all these questions are going through my mind. So I worked really fucking hard to clear my credits, to clear all my debts, to do everything. Um, and only 18 months ago, I finally maxed out on both Experian, all credit checks. I've, I've done it. I've, I'm all done and dusted. Mm-hmm. You know, we managed to just get a new mortgage on this place, uh, which we moved into three years ago. So I guess the, the moral there is that, again, you can rebuild. It just takes a bit of time. I keep saying to people, like, when they're, they're rock bottom, anyone who's reaching out to me, the rock bottom feel like shit they're like i can't see a way out you know i'm 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 just going through each day just going through emotions i can't see a way to get better this it's always going to pick up if you mm. dig in there's always a way out yeah, yeah we've had it with, with a guy in the in the whatsapp group fucking hell he lost everything including somewhere to fucking stay he slept rough for a few days yet now he's doing an ass share he's got a new job and he's so he's gone just in a few months. I know it's that's really fast. Yeah, but yeah. He's gone from fucking rock bottom to <clears throat> life's pretty good again. You know, he's seen his kids, he's doing everything. It's just, you know, yes, things can get really, really shit, but there's always a way up. When yeah. you're down, there's always a way up. I sent that um, thing in the group dinner where um so I was, I was on the I was on the plane on the fucking ground. It was the weather was shit, it was pissing it down, it's windy. And then we took off through the clouds and there's just, you get through there and you could be fucking, you know, sun shining, yeah. you know, perfect. The sun was setting. What a, and then I just said, like, lads, you know, through every, after every storm, there is a, you know, there is a, a sunset waiting for you. And it's, and it's, it's fucking true. You know, there's, there's nothing that if you're willing to graft or if you're willing to ask for help or if you're willing to, you know, be vulnerable for a second. You know, there's there's fucking there's brighter there's brighter days there's, there's better times at the end of it and that more yeah. than anything now for for me is you know is is the clear message that really that we did that we deliver you know, that, you know everyone we speak to has some story of recovery and that's the as, thing. as we know, as we know too well some people don't have a story of recovery and and no no you know there, there is there is some people that that don't see that don't see the light and that's you know what we're trying yeah. to support and 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 help people to to not get to that that place, but it's all it's still too familiar with what happens. So even, the, the stats are still the same. And then yeah, well they're gonna probably only gonna get worse with, with 
obviously living costs and everything else that's going up and people really are struggling. Yeah. You know, fucking heating or eating. What is that all about? Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, it's really doing my head in. It's fucking wrong. It is like fuel. Petrol prices. And and there's just there's just no help for normal people. Like that's the problem. If you if you work you know, and, and on that breadline, unfortunately, it's fuck all that you can do to, to get out. I was, I was talking to Lee last night about fuel. So my Kaylee's car, she's got a one litre clear, right? £75 to fill it up. Fuck, <laughs> you know. I, I said, how big is this fucking tank? <laughs> Jesus <Yeah>. Christ. <laughs> it's literally like, what, 35 litre or something? 40 litre? Yeah. Oh, mate. But Jesus wept. You see, yeah. for me, I... I'm in a fortunate position where I've got a works car and we've got a fuel cars and I have to pay per mile of my private usage. So yeah, yeah. it's it's kind of like for me, I just put the fuel in. It doesn't cost me that much. The mileage rate's min, so I can't really moan. But yeah. my missus has to pay fuel. But it's when I'm driving past these fuel stations, I'm seeing it going over two quid. It's bothering me. And I'm not paying for yeah. it. It's bothering I'm like driving past, like thinking... Shit, people aren't going to be able to afford this. People are. How are people going to get to work? Yeah, there were a lot. Public transport bollocks as well. No, it is. It, it's, that's just as expensive. Yeah, that's just as expensive. I think. Yeah, but buses, buses aren't what it used to be, is it? It just shows you what what can happen. You know, you you've done what you what what you thought were the right thing, trying to build a business, and it's and it's gone. You know, it's gone tits up, which happens. You know, it happens to a lot of people. A lot of yeah, people yeah. Yes, and uh, yeah. No, you hit rock bottom drinking, driving. It's a, it's you know, it's, it's one of those things. It's what you know, you can drive people. This we've seen it on one of the other podcasts with with Gav. You know, you, you know, it, it, these these things happen. So yeah. let's 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 kind of get to where where we are now. So after that business, I shoot. Did you still work now where you worked when you left that business? Is that, is that what happened? Uh, yeah. So I closed that business and I needed a job. So I just stumbled across this job where I ended up just applying. Um, they wanted the technical refrigeration manager. So I just went, second day they gave me the job. Um, so I just thought, right, yeah, let's do this. They had no refrigeration knowledge at all. So now we've built it over 10 years. I've now got 12 staff. And we went from my first month sales of £6.70, where I absolutely shit my pants and thought, what the <laughs> hell have I done? And to boot, the wage at the time, I think, was only 18 grand. And I just thought, I need just the money. I, yeah. I wasn't bothered. It just the stopgap. I just needed that security back, some holidays back. Some um, life back. Yeah, and it, and it was yeah. that. It was, it, and I was lost. Um, yeah. And, and I could afford to go back somewhere to live, and I wasn't living out of my car at the time. So now we turn over 3.8 million a year. Uh, Jesus just in my Christ. Little, just in my little team alone. So pocket we, pocket change for Tim. Yeah, well we know, don't we? And um, and that and that's quite small in comparison to the business now. So for me, there's an excellent opportunity um, to go. We we know I've had issues, hence the reason that I've been there ten years, and it will run so archaic, so sexy, so narcissistic. There is two people, two ways of controlling people, and and that is with um, you, you can frighten them, yeah, you know. So you you have got the fear, and demoralise them, 
and unfortunately, I am the, the outspoken one. I was never scared of him. And it got to a point where I challenged every single thing he did. So just last year, it started. And in July last, no, sorry, July the year before, because it took 12 months, I actually whistle blew on him and I yeah. wanted him out. So this organisation that I work at now, it's got 85 staff. They're all terrified of him. And I went straight to the CEO and I went straight to the vice president in Germany. And and, and basically we said, we need to we need to try to work this out because it's not it's not good. At this point, I am literally doing 16, 16 hour days, five days a week. I can't switch off. I've got my phone ringing on weekends. I'm working on weekends whether or not be my phone, my laptop. I just cannot physically switch off. And the breaking point, we took on a humongous account over one and a half million last April, um, just on that account alone. And we went, me and Lisa, we ended up going out to a friend's family do. Uh, they just got married in Crete, Greece or somewhere like that. And they were having the bash in the local village. And I walked in and I, I just looked at Lisa and I just said, I need help. And that mm. was it. I just totally broke down. I couldn't go to the bar. I was scared of going to the bar. I just literally snapped. And and I, yeah, things were happening behind the scenes over my complaint to kind of make a difference to the company. But I do think he got wind of it. I do think he knew it were me. And he made things extremely, extremely difficult. So from there, last October, I had the breakdown and I went to the doctors on the first week of November. So you had it so, so it's so you've had obviously work workplace stress, which I know obviously a lot of people go through. And you hear a lot of it, you know, we hear a lot of it because you're a bunch of blokes and, and keeping it all in. So you get to that point in October where you go to this event, you have a you know, you have a a moment we'll call it, you know, where yeah, yeah, what a moment. I bet, it was a big and moment. I, and, I, and I bet you thought, fuck. Um, Did anything um, you know I you said you went to this event and it and it kicked off from there. Did anything happen on that day that led up to it, or as you were walking in, did your phone ring and you just went, oh, fuck's sake, rah, and that that was no. it. It was just completely just out the blue. Yeah. I think because we'd not really done anything then um I, and, and if I'm honest, I was had massive anxiety going into that place. Yeah, that that that, that that's the real thing for me. I I could have made an excuse. I could have I could have not gone, but we said we were going to go, and, and they're our neighbour, so I, we think a lot about them. Yeah, and and I would I was getting nervous walking walking to the venue. Do you suffer with bad anxiety then? I did. I was then. When yeah. when it all came about, I was yeah, I was really struggling. And I'm not. I'm. You can throw me in a room with 80 engineers wanting to yeah. fire questions at me, and I'll answer them all day long. Yeah. I, I, I I'm so confident on that side, and you have that persona because obviously you are a manager, and work has one persona of me, but then there's a massive difference on my home persona. Yeah, of course. And yeah, the home one isn't the get things done, crack on, do this, do that. The own one is just, yeah, what do we want to do? You know, I'm, I'm not I'm not the same guy at work as I am at home, that's mm. for sure. And uh, yeah, I was struggling. 
and I was str- I struggled it for quite a bit afterwards. So tell, me, tell us about tell us about the actual. Um, so I know we've spoken. You said you had you know what you described as a breakdown. Describe you know for people listening what what that was like for you. You you just don't want to you don't want to go into work. That's for sure. You don't you're not performing. You're not looking after yourself. You're definitely not. Um, even to a point where just taking a shower is a struggle. Mm. And that is not me because, oh Christ, that is not me at all. Uh, and what's, you know, your, what's your thought process at this point? Like, what are you, what are you thinking? Not, I, don't, I don't want to shower because I don't, I don't want to shower because it means I've got to go to work. Yeah. yeah. You know, so you start procrastinating. I'm pissing about with doing different stuff not to do it. Which then only makes your anxiety worse because you're not in your routine. You know you've got to start at a certain time. And then from that point, you're behind. So your anxiety is there because I don't like being late. So it's, yeah. it's just a vicious circle. And I was just, yeah, look, not looking after myself. There were months and months now that we look back. I didn't even do 500 steps a day. So 500 steps, hence the reason going to the doctors. And, and from there, I knew my blood pressure were up. I had to sort that out. I had to look at healthy eating, which I did. Looked at vegetables, um, Mediterranean diets, walking, exercise, which you know now. Obviously, you two know me. But, yeah, so my average on a weekly basis now has gone back to 38 miles a week I walk. So yeah. I'm up at five. Cracking on with that. Um, I've lost two and a half stone since October. And Fantastic. You, you know, that's... It. But for me... There's, there were one individual that started it for me and I, I'm, I just messaged him. So I needed to reach out because I want, like you, Ben, don't replace your college stuff. And this is aimed at you. Do not replace that college stuff with work because you will get sucked into it beyond belief. And you, you, you will, before you know it, you'll think I've got a lot more time. Brilliant. I can do that now. And I can do that now. And I can do that now. Before you know it, you're down rabbit hole. And you're going to yeah. be fucked. And you're in that lucky position now where we can tell, I can tell you, because, and I know we laugh at meetings. I know, because I, I do come down to the ball of bullets because I love going down. And I do look at you that first day that we ever met and I thought, fucking hell, he's a mini me and he's lost. He's just mm. trapped. And, he, and he's just me. And I'm like, yeah, this is really interesting. I feel pretty good. I don't have to tell my story because you're doing it for me. <laughs> You see, this is why I wanted you two on this podcast together. Because I could have contacted you last week instead of Adam and said, rightly, let's do a podcast. But I I said to Ben, I was like, I want you and Lee together because I want you to kind of bounce off each other. Because obviously people don't know everything about what's going on. I've talked to both of you, so I know quite a bit. But like Lee, like you say, Ben's a mini you. Lee's lived and gone through and come out the other side. What Ben's kind of going through and leading up to now. So yeah. you know there'll be other people out there that work their arse off. My missus is terrible for it for working yeah, yeah. long hours and work, 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 work. And eventually, like you, you fucking pop. You do pop. And you do. Yeah, you do. No, so I, 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 popped, I, mean, I popped in. Uh, I popped in twenty twenty. Um, not you know nothing massively severe like you know other people have described and stuff, but it was it was you know it was my moment if you like yeah. Um, yeah yeah. But I think you know 
I've just got I've got one of those brains. I I just struggle to switch off in general. So I overthink, which is obviously a problem, and I struggle to switch off. So sometimes it's easier to crack on in it. But um, but that's the thing that's similar to me. We try wanting to overachieve though. That's the same kind of thinking that you're thinking. Yeah, I'm busy. I'll just just do it. But it's not a case of that. I can tell you what, just walk away from your machine, go fix your fence, or do whatever you need to do. Fence is fixed. And it... <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, well, let me tell you this story. I'm going to tell you this story. So, so me, me, me fence is broke, and I get I get a quote from the geezer to come and fix it. He's coming on the 10th of June, right? I'm on, uh, I'm on a phone call. It's like the 6th or 7th of June or whatever, and I'm like, the fuck's that noise? Go outside and they ask, they're fixing the fucking fence. So they fixed so it. it. My mate had been. The, the house, the people that moved into the house came, saw it, fixed it. No way. Okay, no. Way. Win. I thought you were still on with that beaded cane effort that you put Mate, the cane, the cane is fucking gone. The cane is gone. It's, uh, <laughs> the only thing is, the only, the, the only gripe, the only gripe with their handiwork is they've put a, they've put a side <laughs> slatted panelling and ours upwards. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to use the wood from the wet fence that came down because it was individual slats and I'm going to screw it onto the front so it, so it all looks uniform. So yeah, yeah. I get in that. Um, yeah. yeah. You, you didn't, yeah, you we, didn't uh, pay, ben, you didn't pay for this. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I was fucking buzzing. I was like, that's fucking dough. It's only 300 quid. <laughs> no, which uh, might not sound like a lot of dough but in this fucking no, it, it, I'm about 300 pound down at the minute a month because of the costs and tax and all that bollocks but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what a, what a result when uh, when I walked, I was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Fix it, fence, mate. Bird's moving in soon." <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, "You carry on, mate. You let me know if you need a, let me. You let me know if you need a broom, my duck." <laughs> so uh, anyway, getting back on track, I'll get us back on track. So this first person I actually met is, you know, he's everybody kind of knows him. I'm not going to say his name. Um. But he's extremely, extremely important to me. Uh, if, if, it, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have gone on the journey. And I certainly wouldn't have met Tim. I met Tim pretty much not that not that long after. And then these, you know, as we know, these Adam. So I had the connection between Adam and Tim, which was lovely. And, and seeing, I just love, I just love talking to people. I love listening to them. And if I can help him, as all of us can, you just want to help that one person. And you might just say one comment or come up with one simple idea that will just make a change. It doesn't have to be massive, but it can, that, that little change can change their routine, their daily their daily setup, anything. Mm. But it might just tweak it enough yeah. for somebody to, to then kickstart and just say, uh, without even realising it, it, it could materialise to that. Yeah, so, so tell us about, about you actually getting out then. So you realise you've got a challenge and you went to... Let, let's, so let's talk about going to the doctors. So you, you bit the bullet. Was that a tough choice to go to the doctors? No, I was looking forward to going. I was yeah. very naive because I knew I would need time off. Yeah. And I just said, right, I think I just need two weeks off. And yeah, what an understatement that was. So I had six months off. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I actually had six months off. And... Again, like I've just said to you, do not replace your work time. I mean, we, we're living in, a, in this house and we've got so much to do. And I, I, I'm doing it, 
bit like you. I'm, I'm not. Don't need to pay anybody where I can do it myself. We've done a lot, but there's still an awful lot to still do. Um. So yeah, I, I didn't replace anything, and I think I slept nigh on two weeks solid because the doctor said I would be ill because my adrenaline would just crash. Yeah. And crashed it did, and I crashed. So I, I, I ended up reading. I ended up going for an odd walk here and there because I still didn't want to get out of the house. I just didn't want to move. I, I really didn't. And that's, yeah, that's that's not like me. Did you go on any tablets, Roto? No, I didn't. I, I, I didn't think I needed to. Yeah. And and it was never mentioned because the, I knew, after speaking to the doctor, I knew the cause, I knew the problems, I knew what I couldn't control. And I knew that a break is what I needed. So it didn't really mean that I had to go on tablets because I knew the causes. Yeah. And I just had to go through the crash in effect. The How long into that six the, months did you um, start to feel like yourself? January. Yourself. Yeah, January. So that'll so, be three months. Yeah. So what did you change in that? In that three months? Obviously, obviously you had time off work, which was the big thing for you, right? That's... No, you, yeah, you, massive. That, that that's that's taking out probably your catalyst for for, yeah. for for what happened yeah so um what else, what else did you do in that um in that please just walked i walked and i walked and i walked i'd started feeling much better with walking so we're walking your head's a lot lot clearer and that is my method is walking you know yeah. but not not i don't mean road walking and, and side of traffic because i can't do that because i can't stand the smell um i'll behind my house i have i am so lucky where i live i can just walk two minutes and i'm on the hillside yeah and i can just walk for miles which i ended up doing so that was massive for me a lot of people said anyway like, i know i know tim's like, that's one of tim's big things but i don't think people realize how much of a difference a, a, even just a small bit of exercise can make like, so if it you're feeling matter, like if you're feeling shitty yeah. at a weekend if you if you get out for a wander it just Kaylee says it all the time, like just filling your lungs and just being a bit tired. And you know, the best bit for me is knowing you get one, knowing it gets to like, like Novemberish or like or like February that kind of time. You know, when you wake up and it's a frosty morning, but sun's out. Fucking hell! Yeah, going out for a walk on that kind of day with the sun coming down, melting the frost. It, what it is, and it's proven you can be out. All you need is, um, I think it's it's proven fifteen minutes of daylight. Uh, bird singing, just natural light, and just t- taking in fresh air makes yeah. a massive difference to your absolutely, human body. Absolutely, absolutely. just so the endorphins, even, it, the, the exercise it, release and stuff. It stimulates your endorphins, yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, and then I would start going on TED Talks and thinking, right, let's just learn about me and what do I change? How do I change things? Um, so, the big change then in February, I went on to CBT. Uh, cognitive behavioural therapy, which were yep. in, in, absolutely immense for me for work, and the learning, and and I did share obviously the notes in in bold up blogs because I wanted them to to be able to use them, and it was more so aimed at you though, Ben. I have to say, um, so <laughs> so you know just read, just have a read, and and any of it, and then I posted the worry one, the anxiety one, just 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 to help anybody because I thought this is massively helping me and it, it yeah. changed everything and it's changed it that much for us in in this household with us 
that we look at it for both work purposes. We make clear decisions. We base everything on fact and not emotion. And now we're taking it, Lisa takes it into her work, I take it into my, my work. And everybody at my work, now that obviously the problem that I had, as in the archaic leader, has now been removed, and we have a new leader, and he's a very different leader. And he's, and he's like a breath of fresh air, and he's letting people grow. So I have to embrace this, and I have to give this a chance. I have to give him a chance, and I have to give me a chance. And, and it's already paying massive dividends for me already. You know, it, it really is. I'm back involved with um, CEO of the company. I met the owner of the, the American conglomerate that owns our business now. And we're now a, Christ, I think, is it 21 billion pound turnover our company is now? Jesus worldwide. Christ. Worldwide. This? It is, but we still need to be brought into the 21st century. So it's almost like history is repeating itself. And we just need to bring my work more up to date. We like the likes. You look at Tim's and how Tim's had that fantastic help and that that his company's been absolutely awesome. You know, I would. I remember listening to that Tim, and I think we'd left the meeting and I was driving home listening to it. So we'd, I'd been down Derby. Bear yeah. in mind, everybody. I live up north, so my travel down to go see Tim's bottled up blocks is what is it, 113 miles or something? I come down. It's a good track for you, isn't it? Yeah, so and I listened to it all the way home, and I actually. You were shorter than I thought you'd be as well when I saw you for the first time. <laughs> really? Hmm. Oh, what makes you yeah. say that, sir? I just, uh, I, I imagine the six foot four unit is what I imagined. No, no, there's more like five foot eight grey unit. Well, yeah, you were, you were similar, similar height to me, which made me feel less intimidated of you. Oh, you brother, man. <laughs> Uh, are you two going to stop but playing? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Never. <laughs> but we had this thing where I messaged him as soon as I got home because you know, I, and it is like ring ring your mum three times when you get yeah. home. So I, I messaged him, said I got home, and I just said, I'm just listening to this, and I'm actually really pissed off with how my I've been treated, how well he's been treated, and yeah, for the, we just need to we just need to make changes. But I'm I'm hundred percent confident that these changes will come. Because he's wanting to make big changes now. So I have to give it a fair crack of the whip and see where that takes me. I think a lot of big companies now, with how, how much mental health is out there, I think a lot of big companies either are doing it or, or will do it, definitely. Because yeah. it's massive. People need it. People need to know that support. Yeah. There. People will base a job on if they're going for a new job on, have you got an EAP? Have you got something yeah. that... You know, I can get help with for whatever it might be. Yeah. I sell it to new recruits when I speak to people, you know, and I'm offering people jobs. I, yeah. I, I, I always mention, you know, EAP and support and mental health first aiders and, you know, different pension benefits that you get, you know, <clears throat> additional to what, um, you know, you'd probably right. expect. So, um, you know, we've heard I got to where you've got to. You had a couple of incidents, obviously, shutting the business down, mentally tough on you. Um, you might have to come out the other side, get a job, work through that, had a bit of a shit time, had a breakdown, which, you know, we've spoke about in, in, in detail before. You know, you got help for that, which, you know, that, that's that's the that there is the fucking key that people don't yeah. do because yeah. I'm a bloke and I don't I don't ask for help 
and you were yeah. you know you were you had that problem when you were you know if you probably asked for for help that business could have had a, a more positive end or you know at, at least not put all the stress on you to cause you to yeah drink and what have you but you know and then moving into this job and then getting to that point again but asking for help which for you know for a man for well, for anybody really but particularly for men because it's it's, it's what we renowned for mm. taking that step and leaping over that initial hurdle of fuck i've got a problem mm. i'm in a predicament and i need someone to fucking help me yeah i think because You're, seeing it the first time that's what pushed me to get to the second time yeah and i think because you're naturally thinking about it and then going with obviously to this engagement this this um that we went to yeah that would that would that would key for me to open up and just say you know to to please a bit i, I really need help here yeah big step massive yeah, step. Massive. yeah but and then you're yeah, taking six months off is a long fucking time to be out right tell me about it that's um that's that's an anxiety builder in itself going back was yeah going back was because obviously i I, you know, I had conversations with tim i had conversations with with his, his other half i were forced back too early so that were a massive anxiety because i knew myself and said person would be in the same building yeah and, and that that were tough that were really tough so obviously from that point only yesterday he came back in the building because he's on gardening leave and he was literally three feet away from my desk i actually yeah. thought he was going to say something because i've i've you know given the olive branches to various other staff who was under him like protected by him because it's going to melt help my life easier because i need them to work with me and i actually thought do not speak to me do not speak and instantly there's I, as much as I thought I was in control of every situation now, that actually flummoxed me because I wasn't because I could feel me getting angry straight away. Yeah. So let's um, let's have a chat. Now. So where so where are you now? Men- mentally, obviously physically. After fit. going through the after going through <laughs> definitely fit. <laughs> um, fit. So yeah, where 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 are you now from a yeah, from a mental aspect and your in your mental health? I think from my mental health side is probably the strongest i've ever been in my entire life yeah brilliant um yeah you know we are, i know we all have stories growing up and some have bad some have good but you can always end up in same in same path um but yeah i'm i'm very very happy with where i am now mentally and, and you can tell i said i said to you yesterday didn't i when i spoke to you on the phone yeah i was shocked when you said that to be fair i, yeah. I really was shocked i just said like um you're having a chat and I just said, you're doing all right, aren't you? And it's like, yeah, I was like, I fucking tell you in your voice. Yeah. Not that you've ever sound, sounded like bad, but you do just like almost an additional spring in, yeah. your, in your voice. And that's what obviously led us to talk to what we're going on now, which is yeah. obviously really positive for you. But I think the, the thing that I say amazes me, the thing that I really love about you and, and, and what you have been through, obviously loads and loads of people have shitty times. And we talked to loads of people through the groups and whatever. And, you know, we always say, and, and and I'll continue to bleep this out for as long as anyone's waiting to hear, how big or small your problem is, is irrelevant. Yeah. If it matters to you, that's all that matters. Mm. Um, now, obviously, you, you Lee, had a, a challenging time, you know, and, uh, for, for a bloke like yourself, an engineer as well, you know, engineering background to, to admit 
that you've got a, a problem and you need some and you need some help is is you know that's that's what we need people to do regardless of what you do regardless of what what realm you're in sportsman athlete office worker fucking engineer boxer you know just 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 reach out and i think one thing that I, I love about you is is how you not only share your journey but share your support so i know you support quite a few people i know you make some journeys and i know you do bits and bobs you don't just you don't have to go into too much detail but just tell us because i think i think this is a real testament to who you are as a person and also show people that actually little things can make a big difference so you just want to just talk us through kind of what you what you're up to now with your with your spare time i guess <laughs> yeah well, even now you know you find your time to just make sure i'm involved with bottle of the blogs you know it's one of it is one of the best things that i've got involved with and and yeah we all know that the, the whatsapp group is just bonkers they've accepted me coming in uh, which i was quite nervous with to be fair you know there were many of them that kind of knew of me because of twitter and i know yeah. again that has a it has the pluses and it has the negatives but for me i've had zero negativity i might do after tonight um but <laughs> i've had a lot of positivity from it yeah and this is where i met so many so many people that are genuinely kind and they have a lot of time for you so you reciprocate that because you 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 kind of start to learn Hang on a minute. They just asked me if I were okay. Why have they done that? That's how it started yeah. for me. And just people checking in, you know. And t- and Tim did it. Oh, I can't even remember. And and I kind because of, I'm quite vocal because I can just put it on my screen at work. To be fair, and just check in and just look at comments and yeah. And sometimes I do get involved because I'm passionate. I want to help people. So same we obviously Adam at Mind, Body and Soul. A fantastic friendship we had him. Yeah. Uh, to the point that, you know, he's on all day this week and, and good luck to him and he'll probably listen to it and he'll laugh. But I've actually missed him because we speak so often. I've actually missed Adam this week and I'm desperately trying, like you, Ben, like me, he needs a break. The, yeah. the lad needs a break. And he's loving it. He's absolutely loving it. But he, he is quite hard when you've been full on for quite a long time now. Yeah. Just checking in on people and yeah, he's um yeah, needs a break. So that that's another one that I, I like. Um obviously Charlie, the lads army, that's you know, that's another one that we can't forget neither. Yeah. Um and I've spoken to Charlie and we're doing the Macmillan walk together for you know half marathon Ike. Um and then there's just others. There is others from another group where individually I've got to know quite well. Yeah. And I just like to check in. And just start checking in, and I'm only doing it because they were there for me. Just the odd comment, so you, I keep doing it, and I like mm. doing it, and I like and I like catching up. With so many of them, it, it kind of means a lot to me. So, and if anybody's struggling, I just <clears> want to help them. I just feel like I want to help them. I've said before, 35 years ago, I had a career change. This is where I'd be, without question. Yeah. You know, without question, I'm so passionate about this, and and I just want to be there for people. You know, and I guess that gonna... passion stems from what you've been through yourself. It is. Yeah. yeah, it is, and you can see it in other people. But because you're quite, you're in a confident place now to be able to speak to people about this, 
And I'm, my team, when I first went back, the anxiety levels on them alone, I could feel it. You know, I've had my team for a long time. And the fact that I, you approach it with them, you're honest, you're open, you don't hide it, I'm not scared of it. And that's where people should be. They need yeah. to do that. They need to be honest and open. I started noticing you, obviously, was on Twitter. It was just through the people you, like, you were talking to in the same, like, kind of circles as me with like the it starts monday stuff you were talking mm-hmm. to people and and like mm-hmm. you'd be saying stuff and i'd be liking it and i'd be saying stuff and you'd be liking it but that's how these kind of that's kind of how these a lot of these friendships and, and groups and people on twitter that's kind of how you you progress and your friendship you grow with it like, well, that's where you, it all started wasn't it yeah yeah well that's uh, it yeah. you know a lot of i talk to a lot of people on twitter and like yourself you know and you can't, it's kind of a similar circle but like you say that it's the people on there that are oh, you all right how are you doing you know when you'll put something up and and they'll like it or comment on it and you know and they'll put something up and you'll and you'll do the same and it's kind of like you say it's just you get the yeah. how are you doing things all right and it's not necessarily yeah. on something that you've commented on you'll get it as a private message and you think and again it's like you say it's like why do these people give a shit about me yeah it is like that yeah, yeah I'm just some random twat wonder. on Twitter. Yeah. And I was, because I'd, I'd kind of had my account for a long time, but I never really used it. Yeah. And then I just started using it in January, and I thought, let's do it. And, mm. um, and yeah, and I, and I am going to say his name, because he, he has been massive to me. And, you know, we're working very, very closely together, and I love him very much, and that's Adam Coleman. Yeah. So he'll hopefully listen to this, but he knows it. And I, and I love him very much. And, you know, he's he's making some massive steps. And I'm very, very proud of that boy. Yeah. And I can't really say much more after that, to be honest. Well, he's... <laughs> I'll take over for a second, man. I, uh, I obviously know Adam who it starts He's a very passionate guy, a very caring guy. But unfortunately, like a lot of us, he's got some demons. And he's, he has been going through a tough time. But the last... The help, mate, that, that you've given Lee is, is unbelievable. The support and, and what you've done. We won't go into fully what you've done because it's personal. Yeah. But the, the, honestly, it, for you to take time out of your your life and, and what you're doing to, to give a person that support, it's, mate, it's brilliant. And, you know, you should be proud of what you've given him and the support that you've given him. And he should be proud of the the willingness to let you and the steps. Mm. He's messaging me like today, or he has done today in the last few days, you know, telling mm. me about the positive stuff that he's doing and thanking me and thanking you for like to yeah. me saying, Oh, if Lee hadn't have been there for me, and you know, things could have been a lot worse and all that kind of stuff. So, you yeah. know, both of you, you for the support that you've given him and him for taking the steps. It's just you should both be dead fucking proud. Because I, I am, I'm proud on, on the back on the back of that, I think you should be fucking proud as well, Tim. You big bastard. Because yeah, the amount the amount of people, the amount of time you invest into others is is fantastic. And mm. you know, I'm not as I'm not as vocal as a lot of people in 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 those groups. And I reach out and I, and I have a chat. And you know, I'm, I'm always available should someone need to drop a fucking message. And you know, I'll always say that on this this podcast. But you know, I'll always respond to you. Um, I'm not always the best at reaching out, but you are so you almost do it for mm. me as well. <laughs> yeah. No, no, and that's that's how it is, though. That you know, it's like now 
that Chuckle Brothers team this screen with you two. <laughs> and and that's how you work. You work as a team though, don't you? It's it's yeah. it, it's not all about who's doing what and I always I always check in on Tim though. I'll always make sure Tim's all right because it's a, it's, yeah. it's a tough gig because you're almost dealing with everyone else's problems and it's a, it's a it's a tough gig because there is a lot of people going through a lot of shit and a lot of those people have started to become reliant on the group and reliant on Tim and takes it all in his stride and just fucking, you know, cracks on with it. You know, pays out his own pocket for the group. I know we're doing a bit of fundraising. I'll give yeah. that another plug now. But, you know, if anyone's got any spare cash, there's a there's a just giving page. Um, it's shared on my Facebook, Tim's Facebook. I'm sure you've shared on Twitter as well, Tim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all you know, if you've got any, if you've got any bit, you know, it'll just help keep the group going. You know, Tim yeah. Tim buys refreshments, he pays for the room, pays for liability insurance, and and as of yet, we have had a few donations from some, you know, that paid for for, for sessions, which is fantastic, but. Rest of it's come out of his pocket, so yeah, I think you know you, you both deserve a massive pat on the back. And and actually, what you know, if any message can come from what what we've just discussed here, all it takes for you is to reach out to one person. You know, you, you don't have to you don't have to speak to everyone in your fucking phone book and send them a message asking for okay. No, no. But you, no. you've got a group of mates. Just ask them. Are you all right, mate? How are you getting on? Everything all right? Could exactly. fucking save someone's life. Could save someone's life. So that's and that's what it's all about. Yeah, that that's your goal, isn't it? It, it is that, and yeah, you can't help every single person, but just no, just the one. I'll be happy with just the one. You know? Exactly, same. You know, I think at work, I've definitely got better at, particularly being in the office, acknowledging other people and not just having a work conversation. You know what I mean? It's nice to go in there and yeah. have a and, and have a yeah. natter to people that you know, you know, that you've not spoke to. And about I sat with my old team today, which was nice, you know, to speak to and people a, I used to manage and stuff, and just have a have you know a bit of banter and what have you. And have a catch up about them. Mm. Yeah. The person. That's kids. What's going on? Right? Yeah, you got an all these books in summer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You get you, know, you get wrapped up in shit, but I think with your story, Lee, I think what it demonstrates for me is how the perception you have of people um, can can massively differ from what's going on. Like to to look at you. Yeah. You know, and 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 you you hear this a lot of people. God, he, no way he's struggling. Do you know what I mean? He's a, yeah. he's a bloke, isn't he? He's a bloke, bloke. You know, <laughs> but it's it's true though, isn't it? Like, when, you know, yeah, if, yeah. if 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 there were me, you and Tim stood in a line and said, "Which one of those struggling with the mental health?" They won't point at you, mate. <laughs> no. you know, they they wouldn't know. And and that's a, and that's that that's that perception of of men in general. You know, mm. that, you know that actually we can't generally have have mental health problems because we're men. You know, and, mm. and and we're tough and stuff. But actually, it can happen to it can happen to anybody. And if it is happening to you, yeah, there's there's options for you to get out, speak to your work if you've got EAP, go and see your GP. You know, you know, bite the fucking bullet, and it can change and it can and it can change your life. Like speaking to you yesterday were fantastic. Having a, you know, we'll talk about all sorts, won't we? You know what I mean? And it was yeah, nice right, to have yeah, a, yeah. a really positive conversation we're not with someone. Each other. Yeah, yeah. 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 We spoke briefly back and down. forth in the group and stuff, but. Yeah. yeah, it was nice to have a catch, but I think um, I think for me it's it's nice to know that actually people can get help and yeah. people can get better, mm. and that's the and that's the key. You know, will people always get 100 percent better? You know, it's not always going to work that way, but no. there's mechanisms out there for people to get help and and to and to at least feel okay. Um, it's join the group, coping, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. exactly. You know, join the group, join a group, any group. You know, if, if something if something can 
enrich you or benefit your current situation, fucking give it a go. Like, I didn't even realise that I needed fucking this. Do you know what I mean? Like, I didn't. Yeah, but actually, yeah. I love these. Like, for, for me, this is this podcast, my favourite thing. Talk, hearing people and sharing other people's experience for me is a beautiful thing. And I take a lot, I yeah. take a lot from it. Uh, I did see that last night. It yeah. is his benefit because he said, I am fucking looking forward to this tonight. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, I, I said earlier about last Wednesday, I had a shitter of a day last Wednesday. And then Wednesday night, I went on the other podcast with the Stu, the Emily Weston's old mate. After it, I felt amazing because I just yeah. offloaded and just spoke and talked to him. After it, I felt mint. Yeah. So it, so it is. Back, you cast your mind back to your first night. Where we were all a little bit twitchy. We were all a little bit. How's yeah. it going to go down, you know? And I thought, no, I need, I want, I promised you that I'd come down to the first one. I always did. And I mean, Lisa, this, the, the morning after, because I was obviously buzzing, she said, you need to keep doing this because I said I was going to come down once a month. Yeah. So I've obviously changed it and I'll try and do it once every fortnight because it made such a difference that first night from that group yeah. of friends. Yeah. And that was, look at, look at, so, look at, so lads happened. in that group as well. You know what I mean? Like the way they've, I mean, there's a guy in that group, and I'm not going to mention anyone's name because, you know, I don't want to share people's stories with that. But there's a guy in the group that, you know, I went I went to school with him and you'd just think he's a, a tough guy. But actually, he's got fucking problems like anyone else. And yeah. and from that first session, the difference in a few of the lads that have been regular is massive. Mm, yeah. And you can see it, it's just more, it's just easier to, to open up. Do you know what I mean? So... Um, it's the help yeah. as well that that people that the lads who go to the group the support that they give each other i, I said it to adam I, I think on the last podcast about you know one guy would been struggling to get a job so the other guy's been like yeah i'll try and get you sorted and i'll do a cv for you and then you know like one guy's been around and sorted somebody else's yeah. brakes out on his motorbike today and it's that kind yeah. of shit and it's like that's yeah, mint is, you yeah. know that's yeah, that's the group yeah it's camaraderie isn't it then, that's them yeah. doing it off their own back. That's not, yeah, yeah, that's not me saying you're part of bottled up boats, you've got to fucking help him out, or you're a bastard. It's that they, I, I didn't even know it were happening. Yeah. And then it, yeah, it yeah. put in the group today. I was like, that's fucking brilliant. That is brilliant. Yeah. I spoke to Wivers and our engineer Roachos, and we had Andy's man club at every single one. Yeah. And I was speaking to a, I was in, I was in one down, um, down in Romford, and I was chatting to him. and something that they spoke about that they do in their groups that I quite liked is when because I think when someone's talking no one's allowed to say anything until they've finished yeah so sometimes we flit all over the place don't we like blah 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 <laughs> and particularly particularly when I'm there I quite, I quite liked that as a as a concept but I'm not sure you know every, every group is different I'm not sure our group needs that but they yeah. were talking um, they were talking about you know throwing a ball around and whoever's got the ball speaks yeah um yeah, but yeah. Yeah, they've they've obviously got lots of other rules. But I think what we what we offer people is just a fucking beautiful outlet of shit assery. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because, because a lot of it, you know, I'd say if anyone wants to come down on the Thursday night, you know, what time is it, Tim? I can't remember. I've not been for that long. Half seven. Come down at half, half seven. seven and, and I tell I tell you, summer, eighty percent of it is fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty percent of it is people yeah. really getting into what's going on. But eight eighty percent, no. And I've said this on probably six of the podcasts since first group. But yeah. talk about that bloke, bloke with a cock on his arm. 
You know, we talk about all sorts, all <laughs> you know, sorts of shit. I'm going to say this. I thought, I bet this pops up tonight. And I knew it would, this thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know what? It's been... It's been cracking talking to you, and it, you know. I think, yeah, brilliant. I think, we'll, it. I think we'll get you on again just for a fucking waffle and just to share some life stories because it's, you know. Do you know? I'd love to do it. I've always said this, and I, and I always said to you, didn't I, Tim? Right, I've got a bit of a story. I'm not sure it'll be that good, but I'll have to document it so you can see it and see if it's any good and that, 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 that. But I loved it. It's good. Yeah, and I yeah. think, we, yeah, I'd love to come on more often. If one story can resonate with one person. It helps. Yeah. You know, I think yeah, of every totally single one we've had, we, we've had, you know, Tim's had some messages, I've had some messages, people saying, you know, it's really helped me or I've gone and got help or whatever. That's that's what it's about. You know, we're, yeah, not, we're not we're not we're not here to we're not here to preach or to give you advice because we can't. We can just tell you what we've done and what's available. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, and then you make a choice, you know, what what's best for what's gonna work best for you in your situation. But um but Lee, fucking hell crack him. Any any final thoughts before <laughs> we uh before we shut this one down? I just want to thank thank Walder Blokes really because you know that were the biggest key game changer um, early doors for me that then pushed me to go get involved with other people and not be scared and not be embarrassed and not not worry what people are going to think of you. Mm. Um, so for that group alone, it, it meant an awful lot to me. I knew I was never going to be judged. As we know, the video that I posted in there this morning, I this body doesn't run. Yeah, this body does not run. So for me to do a couple of runs and then post it in the group, and I and I felt totally at ease with that because I knew they were all going to be all right. Yes, there was piss taking, and why shouldn't they? Yeah, you know, Captain Bird's out on his run. Captain Bird's eyes out there. Mate, but you've been you you're such a loved it. A, a massive massive part of the group. Not only in the WhatsApp group, but like on Twitter with the stuff that you share and you know the chats that we have and all that kind of stuff. You're 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 a big part of it. You really are. And also a very likable chap. You know. Yes, a very likable. Oh, thank chap, you, yeah. sir. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, thanks for coming on, mate. It's been it's been brilliant. Yeah, no, it really has. Thank, yeah, thank you very much for sharing it. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, hopefully no get to uh, see you in the flesh soon, mate. You will. Couple of weeks, I think, because I've got crap going down with um, COVID and stuff at this end. So we'll see. Yep. Nice stuff. stuff. Thank you very much. So that was this week's podcast with Lee. Really enjoyed it. I think he's got a you know a good story. Like I said, he's a a big burly bloke who I think you know from a perception perspective, you're an expector to have some of the challenges that he's had and. You know, I'd like to thank Lee for, for being so open and honest uh, tonight. Yeah. Um, so when, when this comes out, you know, I hope people enjoy his story and, and, if, and hopefully it can help one person. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Obviously, we know Lee quite a bit. Um, I talk to him, I can I'll message him near enough every single day anyway. It's great to get him on. And like I said in, in the pod, I wanted him on at the same time as you because, like I say, he's kind of gone through what you're going through with the amount of, stress that you're under with work and how much you work and all that kind of shit so i think it, it worked well for you you both to be on but yeah it was mint that he came on uh, i mean I, well, I'll, I'll, I'll like something to waffle with him anyway yeah you see i'm well i'm grateful for anybody who comes on you know what i mean to give time to to us and to to bottle up blokes it's it, yeah it's a bit fucking bizarre for me you know what i mean it's it's like like i was saying about the 
you know, when people give you compliments for helping them and that kind of stuff. I don't take them very well because I don't, just the kind of person I am, not very good at taking them, but it's, it's fucking mad to me when people are, are saying shit like that to you, saying, oh, thanks for your help and thanks for this and thanks for that. And it's like, like you mentioned about the just giving um, thing. Obviously, we're trying to raise money for the group to keep the group going on a Thursday night and all the extra little bits that come with that, like the refreshments, the insurance, shit for editing the podcast, the website and all that. that they're only little costs, but this, they're still fucking, it's still a cost. So obviously I've put like, I've put out about the donate button on the website, which is boldupblokes.com. And that's had a few hits on it. And the odd person will message me and say, you know, give you PayPal or I'll send you some money or whatever. But I knew I needed to do something to properly try and get some money in. So I thought, well, let's have a look. I had a look today at like events and that kind of stuff. And I found that event in at Sherwood Pines. And I, I'm, you know, this isn't being knocking anybody else who's doing any other event, whether it's a fucking 5K run, a 10K run, a fucking 15-mile walk or anything like that. But I'm the kind of person that likes to do something a bit ridiculous. So it gets people looking at it thinking, fucking hell, that's a bit ridiculous. He's, he is really pushing himself to try and bring some money in for whatever it might be, for whatever charity it might be and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I saw this this one, which is like, it's pretty much a six hour run or, or walk or whatever you kind of want to get through it. So I've got that. And then the weekend after is Nottingham Half Marathon when I'm going to be absolutely in bits. So to do both of them so close together and one of them potentially is running for six hours. So it could be, well, it'll easily be over a marathon distance. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it is quite, quite a big thing. So hopefully people, and they have, to be honest, I said before I came on the podcast, it's over 300 quid and I only put it on this afternoon. It's, uh, it's 390 now. Is it? It's yeah. Which, just... which is, in, to put that in perspective, that's 11 <sighs> weeks of, of room yeah. higher. Yeah. Which is mad, which is massive for, that's for a, me. That's a, and that's, for a, the, that's a fifth of the year. You know what I mean? That, yeah. That's, yeah, that's it's huge. For and, you know, I thank every single person that's donated. It's you know, and if you can't donate, that's fine. You know, I'm not saying you've got to, but it helps. It helps me so much and takes a lot of the, the stress from it from me, and it helps the group carry on. Yeah. And also, don't think you have to donate to come and use the group. The group's there for everyone, regardless. You know, it's free. Um, yeah, it's absolutely free drink refreshments and a, and a good chat we're just doing this in the hope that we can raise a few quid to keep it going you know for as long as as, as humanly possible so uh, just give in if you search bottled up blokes it should pop up or if you look on my facebook tim's facebook there's quite a few shares on twitter as well if you, you know wh- whatever you can a quid five quid ten quid yeah. whatever yeah um you know we're uh we'll accept it all because it just will continue to allow us to to help people and that's what it's about mm. yep definitely so yeah but yeah i really enjoyed that pod it's brilliant yeah me too so thanks everyone for listening to so far you know we've had massive support on the on the podcast we've done so far numbers wise L- location wise you've seen nothing like it fucking zimbabwe italy america <laughs> canada hong kong it's uh, it's mad it's mad yeah, it is, um, yeah. i say hong kong like it's country it's uh, obviously I'm in Japan, but um, 
<laughs> or China. <laughs> Where's our gold capital? Our geography's gone to parts of the left school, but yeah. So you know, keep keep listening if you enjoy it. If anybody wants to come on and share their story, however big, however small, reach out to us. We'll get you on. We'll have a chat and uh, we'll make it as easy as possible for you. So thanks very much, Tim. I hope you have a fantastic rest of this week and uh, get this podcast out as quickly as you can. Yep, will do, mate. Thanks for coming. I'll see you in a bit. See ya. Just before you go, I just wanted to say huge thanks to our new sponsor, Amber Secure. Matt contacted me and said that he wanted to support what we were doing at Bottled Up Blokes and has agreed for the next 12 months to help out financially so that we can continue to do the weekly sessions on a Thursday night. So a massive thanks to Matt, really. It's a huge burden off my shoulders and I can't really thank him enough. So if you require any electrical works, it could be electrical installations, you may want a security system putting in CCTV or anything like that, then please contact Matt at Amber Secure. Email him info at ambersecure.co.uk or find him on Facebook. They've got a Facebook page or contact me and I will point you in the direction of Amber Secure. So again, massive thanks to Matt at Amber Secure. So many people will benefit from this. Thank you.